Sweet tea fantasy. You're listening to Sweet Tea Fantasy. You know it's the boys. We're making lots of noise. Sweet Tea Fantasy. Hey, y'all. Welcome into another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. It's me, Tuck, and that guy over there is Thurston. So, Thurston, you ready for the uh, worst week of your life? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, this really couldn't have gone no worse for us. Uh, we spent all our time and energy on this here podcast for this Skywalker Dynasty League. Berating all the owners without bias and without remorse. And uh, what do we get out of it? We got the worst championship we could have ever imagined. Ever. The cheatingest, finest, peacingest of garbagest man you could ever imagine. And John Overby and the cheats by Dwight, they're matched up against a man that's cost us countless paychecks in litigation fees. So much so that we're doing dang ads for the podcast app we use. Uh, might as well call us the Sweet Tea Sellouts at this point. Uh, and that awful man is Chris Raisinbreads and the Day Bow Bows. Day Bobos? Uh, yeah, we've tried it. Day, day Bow Bows. Right. So, um, but you know, as awful as it is, Thurston, I don't want to get too far ahead of us. Um, you know, the way we usually do it, we wrap up last week. Look forward to next week. So, uh, you know, why don't we uh, hear your rotten recaps for a couple of rotten games with some rotten results? Yeah, I, I can do that straight away, but I don't think I'm really in the groove yet until I hear you say, Elkham, in. I'll muster up as much uh, as I if can. If you could, it'd really help me out. Thank you. Welcome in to another edition. All right, that's enough. Of sweet that's, that's, tea. That's plenty. Thank you. Though. Fantasy. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. So, look, ain't nobody cares about the games from last week. So I'm just gonna kind of burn through them if that feels all right to everybody. Um. The eleventh play. The eleventh place game. So basically, see who's gonna be dead last. Uh. Fitting enough, this is the one piece of good karma that actually worked out for this league. The team that cannot be named finished dead last in playoff. 76 points, lost to Festivus Feats, which means they did not finish dead last. Good for them, I guess. Uh, the Scranton Stranglers uh, scored 118 and continued their winning streak. They might be on the longest winning streak in the league right now, which is funny because they did finish last in the regular season, but whatever. Uh, the domain master, who just about everybody has come on this podcast and said is the most incompetent owner, uh, they scored only 56 points. That might be the lowest score I have ever seen. So, incompetent. Well, were they at least playing uh, – did they just, like, take almost everybody out of their lineup at least? Uh, you know, I didn't actually click on their name. Disgusted by it. Well, I did, and uh, they only had one guy who didn't play – uh, Greg Olson and the rest of them they played they played yeah uh, well incompetent anyway uh, zone played Vandalay in an absolutely empty game did you see the stadium 
Holy moly, I don't reckon anybody was in the crowd. It was a 197, real poorly played piece of garbage. Uh, bad games don't matter. I will tell you, Vandalay won. Yay for them, I guess. Um, Vanda, yay! That was well done. Thank you. Um, the fifth place game, getting to something that might kind of matter, but really don't. The pit, pit, the doodly poops. They woke up this week. They forgot last week, I reckon, or whenever it was they lost. Anyway, they're back. They scored 153. Good for them. They beat down the pivot. Pivot's got a broken soul. I think their fight club's done walked out the door. They ain't got much left. Uh, they're not really, you know, here with us anymore. That said, they would have beat just about any of those past teams I already mentioned, even with their sad 101. Uh, so, hold on a sec. <laughs> There it was. Oh, I boy. I knew we were going to get it one time this podcast at least. We's going to get it. I, I couldn't get us a nice sponsorship uh, with any of them Halls people or any of them other cough drop folk. But I was able to secure us one with my good buddy Rick Shaw. You want to hear about him? Oh, I sure do. Well, he creates concoctions that can heal a wide array of illnesses and obesities. And what it is, like... For me personally, I picked up a bad case of the rot here in my hand where that uh, gizzard eater decided to come and bite my little pinky finger off. Well, infection set in. I picked up the rot. I went to Rickshaw, and he put together this little formula for me, fixed me right up, and he said, hey, if you'll give me a decent deal, uh, could I, you know, uh, be on your podcast there and you talk about my stuff. And I said, well, absolutely, Rick Shaw, you saved me from the rot. So <laughs> we, we decided to do that. So there it was. Thank you for it, Rick Shaw. Well, you, you know how, like, you name somebody named, like, Jeeves, they're going to be a butler. Right. Well, you name somebody Rick Shaw, they really need to get in the Rick Shaw business. You know Rick Shaw, mm-hmm. like a, a human taxi? Now, I know what it is. But if I was you, I'd never say it to Rickshaw. He's bigger than you might think with a name like Rickshaw. How big is he? I mean, we're talking big, uh, big and, and tall and powerful. So I wouldn't probably, he don't like to be talked about with Rickshaw, even though he's built for it, he could do it. He don't. Like oh, he's big him. and powerful. That's, that's the main thing for being a Rickshaw, what do you call it, like a, a Rickshaw puller? Driver? Driver? Yeah, the taxi driver. Rick Rickshawist. Rickshaw is a Rickshawist. Rickshaw Well, anyhow, who in the heck knows? I don't. I don't know. But um, anyway, go get your Rickshaw for your confections, right? That was it. Um, now we finally get to the playoff games. We have only one reasonably well played game in this whole dang week. Uh, this is it. Newport Never News. Let's get to it. That no. Wait, what? Uh, no. You didn't look at scores. No, that's your business. Well, anyhow, look, I'm gonna save them for last. The beats by Dwight won again. That gum jerks, poppycock bunch of nonsense. If you look at it, they score 153 to the pop up pop tarts 137. Now 137, that's that's okay. You know, usually lose but do all right. Uh, pop up had a good season. They put up a good run. They already brought back from the dead at least twice. Uh, in this game, Aaron Jones got hurt. Uh, Leonard Fournette just smells real bad. 
Uh, great year, good comeback story. Happy for them, but they lost, so they get out of here. It's over for you. Hmm, that's uh, real interesting. The team that going up against the beats by Dwight, they have all kind of injury and stinky problems. Yeah, I mean the injury. Real convenient. I I agree, and I'll get to more of that in a second. But if you look at Beats by Dwight, they won once again the uh, five bucks for the most points scored, and they beat the Pip Pip the Dooley Punks by I believe point one points. And now if that ain't some kind of newfangled nonsense, something, how do you even plan for that? Well, I think you pay off uh, Tommy Lee Lewis. You say you're going to get this run that don't really matter if you just go down, but he's going to try to jump into the end zone and fumble it, giving the ball back to the Panthers, and then Christian McCaffrey's going to get just a few more points, put him over that edge. I guess that's what he had to do. He's a cheating fool. Not only that, Beats by Dwight only won this game because Derrick Henry – and Dalvin Cook, now that's two boys that have stunk it all year. Those two boys <laughs> both went off at the very same time. I'm wondering what kind of mystical powers this fella has. What is going on? Uh, I will, <laughs> while you're coughing there, I will tell you what I suspect. And I suspect the uh, mystical power is the color green. That's for cash. But- but anyway, this guy's got some mystical powers. These guys have been bad all year, and then they just rocking and rolling Clementine, you know, got it done. They win again. They're in the final, so you got to talk about them later. Uh, the other game, which was not a complete shock to me because I thought, you know, these two teams probably the best two in the league, but it did surprise me. Uh, Newport never moves their tuck. They went down. They lost it. Oh, boy, the uh... – the curse is real. Uh, this was the ultimate doozy. I mean, we cursed them. We hexed them. We just well, they cursed at least them. lost in a in a well fought game, right? And we went down fighting. They scored eighty points. I'm telling you, it's ugly. It was one eleven to eighty. So the the bow bows, day bows, day bobos. Um. They won with 112 points last week, which is just sorry. And then this week they win with 111. It's like they're pushing their luck. <laughs> um, like that they, old game show. It's called Pressure. Which, uh, <laughs> there was a fella broke that game, if you ever seen the clip of it. Pretty interesting. Um, these guys keep barely scoring and winning. I can't tell, honestly, if they're really – this is a clever ruse and they're just – you know, barely working to get it done, or if they have just gone through struggle town and can't even play no more and just keep happening to win. They need more from all their fellers. Adam Thielen was bad. Everyone, really. Although I wouldn't ask for too much more from David Johnson. He might break down pretty easy. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you shouted out my hometown there. Struggle town. Yeah, so – Yeah, I like to bring it up at least once a year if I can. Uh, Newport Independence – um. Yeah, this was sad. I mean, this one kind of broke my heart. This is like watching a sports car just get caught up in a uh, traffic stop or something. Uh, this is like a this is like a skier going down the hill and running right into a tree. Uh, this is like when you're playing pinball and the 
ball comes down and you see it coming, but you can't fix it or stop it, and it goes right in between your little triggers there and you can't hit it. I mean, this is like when Pooh Bear loses his honey. This is this is like when a drug runner gets busted by the law. This is like that time when the hare lost to the tortoise. This is like when Superman tried to go to the barber and then find out that their little cutting shears couldn't even do any damage to them wonderful locks. This is like a sperm that couldn't quite make it home. Honestly, this is like constipation. It's ugly. I had to bring it back to the bathroom. I knew you would. I had no doubt in my mind. I was like, yeah, I know where this list is going. Like most of my lists. <laughs> you didn't cough during it, though. No, I held it together <laughs> probably in a minute. <laughs> that last cough was real effective, though. I got a lot of that slam out. Well, I'm glad we keep talking about it. Real solid. But that's all I got. That's the past. We're looking at the David Bowles and the uh, Beats by Cheater Dwight. Jerk. Yeah. Uh, I guess, is as tradition, I do have to do a little preview for the uh, – this dadgum game, which uh, turned out to be the championship, um, mm. you know, and uh, the matchup to watch this week, it, it just pops out like a zit. Uh, Chris Raisinbreads and them Day Bow Bow, Day Bow Bow, uh, Bo Day Bow, Day Bow Bow. I, yeah, I just mix it up, Bow Bow, Bow Bow, yeah, Bow Bow, Rocky. Ooh, I'm on to something. Yeah, you keep working shop workshopping that while I finish this up. So anyway, them two them uh that, that one feller, Chris Raisenberg, he he got two Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. You got Ben Roethlisberger. You got Phillip Rivers. Now now John Overby, he's with the Cheats by Dwight. Um he he's got a guy who can compete with that, you know. Tom Brady, he's pretty good. But uh Tyler Heineken? Uh, hello. Has there is that ever... that alcoholic feller? Yeah, you he's... saw where I was going with that one, Thursday. He's probably got to be. <laughs> Has there ever been anyone who is so obviously uh, drunk twenty four seven than Taylor Heineken? And they're gonna let him play football on the field and let people watch. He... Not only are that, but uh, so this is the championship game. John Orby's like, you know what? This dude ain't never started an NFL game. He's drunk skunk. He's my starting QB. That yeah. sounds about like him. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, he's drunk as a skunk. Uh, maybe I'll have a chance to ask him later. Little uh, sneak peek. That's not going to happen. So that that's probably going to, um, you know, give the team previously known as the uh, Birds of War and about 18 other names, the uh, advantage here. And sure, you could argue that Dwight's got the better running backs. They got, they're got they leaning on the Christian McCaffrey, the Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram. Well, solid. there is an argument to say that having Cam Newton out and having a drunk quarterback in might make them hand the ball off to McCaffrey even more and help him score more points. See, that sounds like smart analysis to me. I've heard it about twice. Yeah, there's no other way that could even go. So, I don't yeah, see you, you, could, you could make that argument. But uh, 
I do think the combined age of his receivers is about 140, and that's just counting Larry Fitzgerald. So if you're relying on a skeleton and the town drunk to win your championship, good luck. Uh, and and I, think, I think it really says something about them other teams that the Dwights have been the top weekly scorer for four straight weeks now. So the um, – yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Birds of War, Bow, Day Bow Bow, Day Bow Bow, Day Bow Bow, the championship. Day Bow Bow. But anyhow, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, we we worked out a bit of our history. Uh, you know, we didn't necessarily like this Raising Bread Feller. Uh, we've worked it out for the most part. Uh, so that, that'll be okay. But uh, I'm going to go – I'm with you. I'm going to pick on uh, – maybe a little bit later I'll get even a little bit more specific about it. A little tease. So um, I'm tickling their fancy a little bit. This is a family show, Thurston. Okay, that's what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so uh, that that's all I got for for this week. You know, there's only one game. Uh, not much to say about it. I got two two not so great people. Uh, yeah. So why don't you play us out with your mystery instrument, and then we'll we'll sell out, sell our souls to this uh, podcast app. Get a little advertising in there. Bring in a little cash. Maybe we can buy you some halls or ludens. I forget you have the the problem with halls. Uh, so if you want to take us to that, and then at the end of the show, we got a little segment interviewing. We're interviewing Chris Raisinbreds. We're interviewing John Overby. We're gonna see what they got to say. Nothing good, I reckon. We're gonna get real in depth. Uh, you know, we're gonna. Ask the hard-hitting questions. Um, we're going to get into the Hunger Games. It's going to be... Can I just hit them hard instead? Oh, sure. Hitting hard questions is just as good as hard-hitting questions. And then hitting hard and then asking questions, that's fine, too. So here we are. As you already know, uh, you know, the sweet tea curse is real, and uh, me and Tuck here are gypsies. Uh, having said that, we did not think it was fair to keep influencing the actual outcomes of this here Skywalker Dynasty League playoffs. So uh, we got two teams left in this here thing, and that's how many guests we got us tonight. You know, our, our first guest we got. He's our first repeat guest. He was our first real guest. His name is Chris Raisinbreads, and he's with us here today. But before you talk, Mr. Raisinbreads, uh, Thurston has something he has to read to you as you have cost us countless monies in lawsuits from your last appearance. So the way it's going to do, and I already sent uh, Mr. Raisinbreads the paperwork, Tuck. I might not have told you that. And he signed it and sent it back, basically saying that if he says something that's so dumb – it's going to cost us money again. He's got to pay it. Uh, also, uh, we are paid in full on the last debt. We're good to go. We made some good Levis money last week. Um, but uh, just be on his best behavior is basically the agreement we, we agreed to. So you, you willing to do that, Mr. Raisin Bread? 
Oh my gosh, he's playing hey guys, copyrighted. Just let me know. Just let me know when, hey, just let me know when we're rolling. I'm sorry. He sounds like he's celebrating good times back there. At least just let me know. Just let me know when we're rolling. <laughs> we're we're good to go, Chris. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. I've had this on repeat for about a week and a half. Hold on one second. Okay, just let me know when we're rolling, guys. We are officially rolling. Uh, I'm oh, glad you sent that paperwork over before the show, Thurston. That was that was good thinking on your part. Right. I, I didn't hear anything y'all said about no paperwork or anything like that, but, man, I got to tell you right now, I'm excited to be back. So so not only do we have Mr. Raisin Breads, though, uh, we, we do have his competitors, Will, the Lion, the Cheatin', the no gooden, boot scootin' boogie and John Overby, and I do not say that in the positive way like Brooks and Dunn meant it. I mean nothing but bad news way. Uh, and before you say a dang word, John uh, Thurston, read him his rights as well, so he don't try to, I don't know, cheat us blind out of our podcast or something like that. Well, basically, my words to Mister Overby here uh, is that. You be on your best behavior, buddy, because we already ain't liking you. Uh, we found you out. We've seen who you are. Uh, so how does it feel to be revealed to the world as this fraud you are? Well, hey, guys, let me just uh, first say that, you know, I'm just really excited to be on here. Uh, big fan of the show. I, I can't believe I finally made it on this this great podcast. Um, you know, I... I know you guys have been calling me a, a liar and cheater, uh, and that's really not me at all. Uh, you know, once you get to know me, um, I'm, I'm just a good, good old Southern fella, just like you, you guys. You know, you Tuck and Thurston, uh, and, I, and I just know that, you know, Chris and I, we're about to have a great game ahead of us, and I, I'm really f- looking forward to seeing who comes out on top. Well, by George, slick talking, silver tongue, ugh. All right, guys, before we uh, get into berating John over be too bad, uh, let's set some ground rules, you know. uh, So this is our first ever two-interview guest, Joe, uh, and luckily none of us sounds like the other one to make it confusing. Uh, But I I guess my first question to you guys, since this is an interview part of the show, uh, you guys are both brothers by law. Will this be the final Christmas y'all spend together? I'm glad you put it by law. That's a very important point there, by law. Laws are made to be broken there, Tuck. All right? I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there right now. And you know what, man? You know, this. this... <laughs> I got to say something real quick here, if that's okay. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm honored. You to, do have a I'm time honored to be back, but you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me that Johnny was going to be here. You didn't tell me that. You said, "Hey, raisin bread, come back. We love to have you back. You're winning. You're awesome. Your team's doing great. We 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 doubted you. We owe you back, and we we're going to have you back. But you didn't tell me that this thing was going to happen. Now, I, I got to tell you right now, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of thrown off." Man, I'm kind of thrown off. <laughs> Where I come from, there ain't no excuses. And I don't think I was quite as nice about it. I think it started with, hey, buddy, keep your mouth shut, but. <laughs> well, you know something, Mr. Thurston? 
as you uh, as you said before, you, you gotta spit when you can spit. And I, I came into this to this segment here ready to spit some truth for once on this here podcast. I gotta tell you right now, uh, you know that first segment. I was honored to be y'all's first guest. I was honored, even though Teddy absolutely ruined that segment. I don't know where that guy is, but hey, Teddy, do us all a favor and just edit yourself out. All right. Uh, but, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back <laughs> and, uh, you know, to be able to like talk to all these snakes in the grass here in this Skywalker fantasy league, talk smack about the birds. I tell you something right now, man, I, I I'm just over here shaking Thurston and Tuck. I'm shaking. I'm just shaking. And I, I want to tell everybody else out there that's listening right now. You just remember you brought it on yourself. Because I was nice before, but now you throw my brother-in-law in on this. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know now, man. I don't even know. So Chris is coming with a little bit more fire than he had the first time. Uh, we thought he was just a good-natured uh, gentleman. Uh, well, that was until he tuck, tuck, <laughs> tuck. I was nice before, but I've contained my rage for as long as possible. And if you poke the birds. You got to know that I will unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves. I'm untethered and my rage knows no bounds, sir. All right. So that's it. So, well, how do the beats feel about being in here with their brother-in-law? The cheats. Oh, well, well, gee whiz. uh, You know, the original question was, you know, will, will this be the final Christmas that we'll spend together? Uh, and I sure hope not. You know, this is just a silly game. You know, it's called fantasy football. You know, how could it be any more made up and fantastical? You know, I, I don't think it could ever come between us. Right, Chris? I'm about ready to throw up. I got to be honest with you right now. I didn't realize I needed to have a trash can over here next to me. I thought I was just going to talk fantasy with you guys. And then you bring this guy, this joker. Do you hear him, Tuck and Thurston? I mean, do you hear him? I, I did hear him twice. I'm not even. I'm not even answering it, man. <laughs> we can tell that, Chris. Uh, so, uh, no, you know what? It won't be. Maybe. Okay, that's a strong maybe by Chris Risenbergs. Uh, All right, then. Do you want me to lead in with our next question? You just want to belabor this point for a while. Uh, You go ahead there, Thurston. All right. Well, I got a question for Mr. John Overby sitting over there looking all guilty. Uh, How do you feel about being the most low-down cheating scoundrel (laughs) in this whole dang league? Well, I I really don't see it like that. Um, You know, I try to be as honest and – you know, as, as compassionate as a, a league mate as I can be, you know, and if anybody has any problems with me, they can come to me directly and, and let me know about it. So, oh, Lord. Yeah, I hear you there, Chris. I don't understand it. Well, whatever then. Huh? The, you know, you know, Thurston, I'm about ready to lose my crap like a crap collector with amnesia. If he continues running that trap over there, you hear the way he sounds. I did hear it about three times. <laughs> Help me. All right. So, so y'all, y'all guys have uh, scraped and clawed your way to where you're at right now. 
uh, you know, you're here in the championship. It brought you to the finals. So, hypothetically, if I told you guys you could pull a, a flipping Hunger Games and uh, join alliances like uh, Katniss and PETA, and uh, both of y'all could be champion and split the money and trophy evenly, uh, would you do this? Uh, why or why not? And please, please use as many examples from those series of movies and or books to support your reasoning. The Hunger Games, Tuck? Uh, yes, I said the uh, flipping Hunger Games. Oh, man, oh, man. You guys. It's the one with Woody Harrelson in it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, I mean, I I thought the Hunger, the Hunger Games is what all these other countries out there are playing. It's not the United States of America. But you know what? Here's the, here's what I got to say right now. I I don't got anything against Johnny. I like Johnny. But I don't like cheaters. All right? You know, because cheaters never win unless they do. I reckon I said that before once, too. I mean, I'm you know, man, you guys, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the odds are stacked against me this week uh, going up against the, the uh, cheats by Dwight. And uh, if, if, we were, if we were to come to, you know, an arrangement of some sort that did not involve, you know, me losing to a team that shouldn't have ever been assembled to begin with, I may entertain it. I don't care if it's, you know – if it's a cage match or if it's the Hunger Games or if it's whatever else, you know, I don't have any examples. John, do you have an example? I'm, he, he reads a lot more than me, Tuck and Thurston, so I, he probably does, okay? I'll just leave it at that. I'm still over here just shaking, by the way. The fact that you brought him on and didn't tell me. But go ahead. Whatever, Johnny. Oh, bother. Um, I, I guess I would have to say yes because – you know, that, that scene really proved to be the catalyst of what would become the, the Mockingjay movement and, and really showed how the bond between Katniss and PETA could <laughs> could ultimately lead to the downfall, downfall of Pan Am. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to imply that mine and Stephen's co-commissionership is like the tyrannical reign of Coriolanus Snow. But uh, if I had to make that choice, I think I would gladly split this title with Chris. Well, that... <sighs> was mighty interesting conversing uh i'd like to jump in here and have a question for mr chris if you're ready for it or are you feeling better sir shaking a little bit here thurston but i'm ready for it okay uh has your recent close games been great planning on your part to do just as little as possible to get through or are you remarkably lucky <laughs> oh well, you know, you know, I got to say, man, you picked me to be here. Well, you picked me to be against the nudes. Oh, God, just saying their name. I'm shaking. I, I'm shaking over here like. To be clear, they are the never. Got me worked up, Thurston. I'm sorry. I know we're not there yet, but I'll tell you something right now. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, I never doubted the birds, man. They're the birds. And they're the birds of war. 
And this year, now, let's see. Okay, go ahead. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they are the day, the day bow bows now. They're the day bows now. They're not the birds of war. You know, bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 uh we're everything, man. We're all over, and we're different things, and we're awesome things. All of, everything that we are is is an awesome thing. So uh, yeah, we're the day bow bows. We're the the bows. We're at the end of the day, birds of war. So let's just make well, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, oh, Thurston, uh, I'm just a kid from Jamestown. Just a kid from Jamestown sitting here in my Levis pants, all comfortable as heck. Eating my raisin bread. Yeah, I eat my raisin bread. Shout out to Granny Pat. Was they the leopard print or the devil stack? <laughs> I'm going to keep. This brand of Levis's that I've got on right now to myself for the time being, and uh, maybe we'll figure it out later on. Maybe we won't, but let's just say it's it's it, I'm keeping it to myself. But uh, you know, I'm sitting over here just eating my raisin bread, getting crumbs all over the place, shutting down the haters in this uh, Skywalker Dynasty League one by one. Shout out to the nudes, never nudes. Shout out to the wet farts. I win. Uh, it's hard to hate on the pivot the pivots i beat them by like what like a hundredth of a point or something like that uh i just i'm feeling sorry for them fellers but you know hey i win and now i'm here so luckily you did sign that waiver uh giving you all the copyright issues because that sounded like borat saying i win when you say waiver, are you talking about one of the, them little little fans that you wave at people? Boy, you did. You signed it. You signed it. Them churches, if you're in one of them churches that don't, doesn't have any nary air conditioning, that's about right. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, anyway, well, let's move on to um, you did mention that you've got about 100 names. You know, you're everything and all things, some kind of hippie speak you were talking about there. Uh, so both of y'all have changed your team name throughout the season. Here you are matching up against each other. You know, one of y'all did it for cheating and lying reasons. The other one for who knows why. Uh, in a league that has so many problems with names as it is, uh, why do y'all feel like it's okay to be so deceitful and conceitful? Well, if it's okay with Johnny, I'll go ahead and answer this. Yeah, that'll be fine, man. Whatever you want. All right. Uh, the more haters that are out there, the more doubters, the more people that say they ain't going to do it, they just need to focus on next year, they just need to let their players go, start worrying about next year, you know, trade, trade digs, trade Thielen, you know, David Johnson's not going to play. He's a wimp. To all those people that said, you know, hey, the birds of war started off week that you just need you know wrap it up shout out to tuck there wrap it up worry about next year it's done they had bad luck i just got something to say to you i win and so you know at the end of the day if i win by if, if you win by an inch or a mile at the end of the day winning is winning shout out to dwayne the rock johnson for that quote all right your turn johnny okay and i don't want to step on anybody's toes here so 
but I, I really wasn't trying to do anything deceitful to you guys. You know, uh, I mean, I just had this dream one night to uh, change my name to the uh, Beats by Dwight. And, and in that dream, you know, when I, when I changed my name, I, I went on and won the championship. You know, and here I, in real life, I changed my name. Here I am in the championship. Um, you know, do, do you fellas believe in fate? I met her twice. I'm about ready to faint over here if I have to listen to his mouth anymore. I'm telling you right now. Okay, well, I'll just wrap it up real quick for you, Chris. Uh, you know, I, I sure I sure do believe in fate, and, you know, I wasn't going to risk that kind of sign from the dream world. Well, that uh, is mighty interesting, you weirdo. But anyhow, uh, next question for you, Mr. Overby. Would you say you are more like Benedict Arnold or more like Marie Antoinette? There is a right answer. <laughs> oh, man, he's definitely going to have an answer to that one. You know, I'm, I'm um, I know Benedict Arnold's got a bad name, uh, but I, I do see some similarities in, in the way we talk and, um, you know, just in our general demeanor. So I'm, I'm going to go with Benedict Arnold. Final answer. Thought so. <laughs> uh, that's uh, what are they? What the lawyers always say when it's the end of the case, and they pretty much know they've got it done. There's some saying they always say. <laughs> that famous saying they always say, Thurston. Uh, gotcha. The defense rests. That's it. I got it now. <laughs> and then they say, "Gotcha." That's what I'd see. So did he answer the question right? <sighs> well, I mean, either way, it's going to look pretty bad on him, to be honest. I set him up on that one. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the defense rests. Right. So, um, so y- <laughs> y'all guys, you're buying for the title of the uh, best of the worst fantasy football players in the world. Um, comment. I uh, I don't have much of a comment. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I thought this was going to be a friendly league. You know, I, I, I came into this league knowing the fellers pretty well, most of them. And, they, uh, you know, even the feller, fellers I didn't know that well seemed like pretty good fellers at the end of the day. At the end of the day, <laughs> bunch of snakes in the grass. Y'all, let me tell you right now, because I go on and I say, hey, you know, I I only talk smack about the dude who drafted, what, nine tight ends? That's the only guy I really gave that much smack to. And then next thing you know, four weeks down the road, I mean, my name, my name is just all over the media. And you're coming at the birds of war when I was nice to you. You know what? They are incompetent because – they don't know what they've done. They don't know what they started. They don't know what's a coming. But I got to tell you right now, something's a coming. And they ain't going to like it. And I'm sitting here in the championship, and I should be happy. But you know what? Just, just pretty darn disappointed, to tell you guys the truth. Just pretty darn disappointed. Now, Chris and Tuck, you, you little rascals. Uh, th- these fellas, they ain't so bad once you get to know them. You know, all these guys, they tried real hard, and they really gave it their all this season. 
Uh, I'm just proud to call them my league mates. I don't well, know. Well, sorry, yeah, I don't know if I cut you off there or what, but I was just going <laughs> to say and pretty much ignore what John just said. Uh, Chris there, I know what's coming. I was once standing in Knoxville, Kentucky, or Tennessee, I reckon, <laughs> uh, standing in Knoxville, and a bird did poop on my shoulder. It happened. So, yeah, I know what's coming. You probably deserved it. I mean, maybe. That was the time I was having all my uh, issues with the halls, people. So, probably. (laughs) (laughs) What? And how many more questions you got there, Thurston? Uh, I can go on right here with Chris. I got another one for him. So, sir, how does it feel knowing that everyone in this league, all of our listeners, our hosts, our staff, and everybody else is cheering for you and that they will, in fact, hate you, hate their own life, and have a terrible Christmas if you lose this game? You know, Thurston, I've been the underdog. Underbirds. Been the underbird, Tuck. I'm sorry. I've been the underbird all season long, y'all. But there's just one common theme with the birds. You know what that is? I win. So, you know, I'm going into this championship game here thinking. I think I. Yeah, it was a little late, but yeah, you get the point. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. You know, I'm the underdog this week, and I got to tell you something right now. And I haven't even touched base on this yet. That's probably why I'm still shaking. But uh, after I unleashed that big old whooping <laughs> that I laid on Mr. Uh, Burchett within my Never Nudes last week, all of a sudden I've got so many players on, uh, well, They've come down with the irritated rectum syndrome, if you know what I'm talking about. So I've, I've got a bunch of those guys that are all of a sudden uh, that come down with that, and which doesn't make sense to me because the only players that should be hit with that it should be the players that the birds are playing. But it's happened. So I've got a lot of guys sitting there right now that are probably not going to be able to play this week. And, uh, you know, I, I did tell them. I told them not to hang out with those mouth breathers from the nudes after we absolutely crushed them last week. But from the looks of it, they joined their pity party. And there seems to be an outbreak of uh, irritated rectums over here, and it may hurt me in the championship. But you know what? I have faith in the birds because the birds, they win. And uh, when the odds are stacked against them, they, they like to even do it even a, a, a bit more that winning stuff. So coming into this game here, uh, I hope that I don't upset and ruin people's Christmases. You know, Chris Kringle is here and he's, 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 he wants everybody to have a good Christmas, but at the same time, you know, uh, cheaters never win unless they do. And so it seems to be the case here. I don't know what to say much, much more than that. You know, Johnny, yeah. Enjoy it. If you win, you know, uh, you, you sit on a throne of lies. All right. Well, you know, I, I really don't care who wins. Um, I, I just hope for a good, clean match. Um, you know, and it, 
And if, if we do have to do that Hunger Games thing, I'm okay with that too. You know, win, lose, draw, uh, form an alliance. It's all good with me. He gads, man. Who is this? Gosh, get him out of here. All right. I, yeah. Dirty ready. I, I do think that's enough. Uh, I think that's it for our questions. Uh, Chris, we we did let you have the part Nords for, and uh, I'm just tempted to not even do it again. But why don't you? Uh, we, you, you, you're getting ahead of yourself, Tuck. I got to say something right, real quick. That's all right. I, I got one more something. question. I got to ask. <laughs> you remember that scene in the in 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 the MTV Music Awards where that uh, one rapper lady said, "Hey, Miley, you've been doing all the talking. Miley, what's good?" I don't know if y'all have seen that or not. Nope, never done it. Yeah, I think don't her name was like Shakira or something like that. But I'll, I got to say nice. something real quick here to the nudes. Yeah, you, you guys, you, 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 you didn't bring his name up once, Tuck and Thurston. And I got to say, I'm disappointed. That was your all's dude, right? Still is. Oh. All right. Well, I've got some information I need to share with the whole league and you guys here, okay? And this is, if you consider this part in words if you want. God Almighty. Okay, so these never nudes. You know why they're never nude? I don't. Because they're always wearing them Levis's pants of shame, sir. That's why. I won that match before we even played last week there, Thurston and Tuck. I want you and Johnny, I guess. Are you still there, Johnny? Oh yeah, I'm here. Uh hanging on every word. Okay, so okay, so I asked my brother for his number. When I realized that I was I was playing Kyle, and I was just going to go ahead and give him a call and say, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you you got the birds. You got a beating to look forward to, and I'm sorry." My brother, I guess they're buds or whatever. Didn't give he didn't give me the number, but he did say I could find his number if I went online to this G Grinder site, Grinder site. I don't know, but would you believe it took a couple of clicks before I found it? That curly-haired son of a gun's number was basically like two clicks in. And sure was uh, a bunch of them uh, never nudes. Guys. A bunch of people on there saying, hey, we're part of the ne- never nudes clan. We're all never nude. I got to tell you guys something right now. Bunch of hypocrites. Dozens and dozens of hypocrites. Anyways, after a, after a couple of uh, therapy sessions, I finally worked up the uh, – the courage to call Mr. Kyle Burchett, and I told this joker he won a million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, y'all still with me here? Oh, I'm listening. He said something, didn't he? To, uh, yeah, I think he's still going. He said, "He said, no way. I won a million dollars." And I said, "Yeah. All you got to do is give me your uh, credit card info." And would you believe you did it? He did it, y'all. And so I, I got to tell you something right now. You know, uh, Johnny, even if you beat me, even if I lose, this has been the best Christmas ever. Everybody I know, people I don't even like, everybody's getting Christmas gifts this year. You know why? Because I got his credit card. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's 
that's my theme for the rest of the year until 2019. I'm just going around saying to everybody I see, even people I don't like. So uh, I thought it was only fair that I sent Kyle. I guess so he's got he's got a book in the mail. Nice and naughty, Chris Kringle comes through, you guys. All right. So, but I mean, back to the subject. I hope he enjoyed that big old steamy day bowel movement that I unleashed on him last week, uh, as much as I did. Uh, you know, I'm not completely heartless. I'll offer up some advice to Mr. Kyle Burchett. I loved you like a brother until you until you stabbed me in the back. And if I if I have to give you any advice on your future fantasy endeavors, it's this change all right you heard it here from uh chris raisinbreads first uh and i think maybe chris is a uh early morning radio dj he comes with all these uh, sound effects yeah i got some of that too. that's my life i tell you bro. what that's i, I got one that's more my life that's my life everywhere i go I got one more thing to add here, and then I think we can just let John Overby have our part in words. Good God almighty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about it, but, you know, schmuck that he is. So, my prediction for this game, and remember, Thurston's been on a roll predicting. Uh, so, Chris, how does it feel knowing you're going to win this game by 16.4 points? <laughs> Right on. All right, Mr. Overby, hit us with our parting words. Oh, shucks.